Welcome back. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. As we uh, talk about playoff possibilities, the Green Bay Packers place in it. Another tough one coming up this Sunday, Lambeau Field. New Year's Day as we get into the new season and uh, new year. Hopefully with the Packers efforting continuously towards the postseason. Joining us now, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larravee, will be on the call. Wayne, how you doing, pal? Good. How you doing, Bill? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Um, So, look, it's the improbable. Nobody thought it would happen. It was uh, like a very long light at the end of a very long tunnel. But here we are. Packers need to get two wins and a little bit of help. And all of a sudden, they find themselves in the postseason. Give me your thoughts how this team has played over the last couple of weeks. As Aaron Rodgers brought it up yesterday, saying, people say, yeah, we beat two bad teams in the Bears and the Rams. And Tua kind of gave us the game. But they're winning football games right now. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I think he's right, uh, obviously, um, you know, winning games. And, and, you know, they were losing games earlier this year to teams that everyone thought they should be blowing out. And and as we found, uh, the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders are a lot better teams than we gave them credit for earlier this year, and they've proven to be such. And right, currently right now they are the playoff teams at the bottom of the NFC bracket. And hopefully that changes in the next two weeks, but uh, at any rate, uh, the Packers are playing better, and primarily they're getting turnovers, takeaways on defense. In the last eight games, they have 15 takeaways. That's second to the NFL over that period of time. Um, they're plus four on the turnover table in that uh, eight-game run, and thus they're back to even on the turnover table. They've been on the uh, negative side of the turnovers uh, all season long. So that's one thing that's quite obvious as to what they're doing better. So uh, Rodgers had talked about some of the guys to be recognized. He wanted Lazard recognized, Big Dog recognized, uh, Keyshawn Nixon recognized. He talked about winning pedigree and guys know how to win. I, look, I get it. He really likes Lazard and what he brings to the table, but the dynamic force still is Christian Watson, and I think Randall Cobb is somewhat underrated this year and has had a hell of a season. But what does Lazard bring that he admires and likes so much? Well, I think he uh, admires the fact that Lazard does a lot of things besides catch the football, um, especially blocking in the running game, that type of thing. Um, Rodgers can pretty much count on Lazard to be where he needs to be. And um, I think that's something that's a trust factor he has, not just with Allen, but obviously with Randall Cobb more than anyone else. Um, But Lazard has had, you know, it's interesting because he's been the most targeted receiver this year for the Packers. And, you know, when Rodgers targets him, um, you know, his passer rating is 78.2. Lazard has five drops, 5.7 drop percentage this year. 74.5% of his receptions do result in a first down. I think that's something Aaron really likes. Um, 51 receptions, 38 first downs for Lazard this year. Um, He is their second leading receiver in terms of catches and leading receiver in yardage at 688 yards, five touchdowns. I think the number one thing about Alan Lazard is that Rodgers can count on him being where he needs to be as at a crucial time. The uh, the offense seems to be a little bit better, seems to be flowing. I, I know that, uh, you know, Rodgers had talked about the possibility of uh, David Bakhtiari coming back this week. My question is with Bakhtiari, you know, at the end of the season, obviously they're going to have some decisions to make. But when he's played, Wayne, I, and I listen to you guys, you and Larry, he's played well. It's noticeable when he is in there how well he has played. Absolutely. Pro football focus, and we get a lot of our information in terms of scouting from pro football focus because obviously your team is not going to tell you what they're, how they're rating these players or, or ranking them. But David Bakhtiari is graded out very high by pro football focus when he's been in there. And 
So he can still play. Uh, there's no question about that. And I think he was one. He's one of the reasons why this offense has come along. Uh, the biggest reason is Christian Watson and the way he can blow the top off a of defense. And that's an element they did not have earlier this year, and is a big reason why they've been able to win uh, four of their last six games. So, uh, but uh, hey, listen, David Bakhtiari and the offensive line stabilizing in the last eight weeks of the season has been a subtle key to the turnaround. Now we get ready to go in and take on this Minnesota team, and it's hard for me to pick the Packers to win because of what Minnesota did to them in the first game, and there's certain things throughout this season that we just can't unsee. However, the defense for this Minnesota team, I mean, their point differential for a 12-win team is only five, and this team gives up the fifth most uh, points in all of football. I would expect almost, uh, I don't want to say a shootout, but maybe something like a 33-30, 33-27 type of game at Lambeau Field coming up on Sunday. Yeah, you know, I, I think I'd take the over if I were a betting man on this game. You know, right. certainly Minnesota can move the football. I mean, they're seventh in scoring. Um, you know, what's interesting about Minnesota is they're 28th in rushing, but it's only because they're they're not running the ball a whole lot. Uh, 23.1 uh, attempts per game. When you've got Dalvin Cook behind, you know, your quarterback, I would think. But a lot of times they're coming from behind, and that means you're going to throw the football a little bit more. Defensively, Ed Donatello is the defense coordinator. I think he's an excellent defense coordinator, and they have talent. But for whatever reason, teams do hit them for big plays, and I think where they really struggle, Bill, is not so much on the front seven, okay? I think they struggle on the back end to cover people, and that's been a big problem for them. They've had some injuries there. Cameron Danzler's been in and out of the lineup. Duke Shelley, who was picked off off the Bears practice squad earlier this year, he's now kind of starting. Chandon Sullivan is their nickel uh, cornerback. Patrick Peterson uh, is as old as original sin, but just as great as fine wine. He's having a nice year, but a guy you can beat downfield, as we saw the first week of the season when uh, Christian Watson beat him on the first play of the game for the Packers offense. Um, so uh, they have some issues in that secondary. Harrison Smith has been uh, in and out of the lineup of late. Uh, he's a big key back there. And, uh, you know, that's been their problem up front. The front seven is excellent. Smith and Hunter with 10 sacks apiece. The inside linebackers are outstanding. Kendricks and Hicks. And I like the big people they have up front. Harrison Phillips is a nice addition to this line. Dallin Tomlinson up front. You know, James Lynch is serviceable. They have good people on this defense, but they have not been able to stop people. That's for sure. I know that, uh, you know, obviously there's a concern over Christian Watson and that hip injury. Do we get this? Because Rogers alluded to the fact that he thought Bakhtiari was coming back but didn't talk about anybody else. Do we know if uh, Christian Watson, if it was just kind of a tweak and they're going to play him this week, or do you have any idea as to what they're going to do? No, I don't. Um, and I don't think you should pay attention to injury um, reports until Friday because all of it is a lot of subterfuge in, uh, in, in, right. in these injury reports in the National Football League. So if anybody's even dinged up it on the report, they'll mark them as partial participant and then questionable, and it's all a big charade to try to keep the other side off guard. But um, the Vikings are, play, are planning on Christian Watson playing. And I think the Packers are hoping he can as well, obviously. And he's a big part of it. He is huge. If he's not on the field, uh, that offense doesn't have that dimension. I mean, hey, he should have had a 37-yard touchdown pass if A-Rod doesn't overthrow him in Miami the other day. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping he can play because I think they're going to need him. And I, he can blow the top off this Minnesota secondary. 
What did we learn from the first meeting? It was the first game of the season. It was like a, a it was a Super Bowl atmosphere inside U.S. Bank Stadium. Place was loud. They've got an incredible production there. It was just like nuts. It was off the hook. And then they come out and Justin Jefferson just ate them up. What did we learn from the first game going into this game coming up on Sunday? Well, you better know where Justin Jefferson is at all times. I would say <laughs> right. from when he goes to bed on Saturday night to when he gets off the bus on Sunday, you better know where he is. Um, I think, and again, when I look back on that first game, Bill, the one thing, and it surprised me in the final stats too, I thought the Packers didn't get after Kirk Cousins as well as they probably should have in that ball game. Um, you know, they had just one sack in the game. Uh, they had eight quarterback hits, which surprised me. Uh, four tackles for loss in that game. But again, just the one sack. I thought they they did not really threaten um, Kirk Cousins. They didn't uh, close the pocket on him. This is a guy uh, who has been hit more than any other quarterback in the league, Bill. 78 quarterback hits on Kirk Cousins. He is as courageous a quarterback as there is in this league. He stands in there and he takes the hit and delivers the football. The Giants blitz the daylights out of him. Do you realize the Giants are the number one blitz uh, operation in the league at 40% blitz rate? The Packers are number two. They're up in the 30s in terms of their blitz rate. Mm-hmm. And that's because they don't have Rashawn Gary to close the pocket. So they have to do some blitzing. And it'll be interesting to see what happens here this weekend because uh, I got a feeling the Packers are going to try to put some pressure on Cousins with some blitzes, and they're going to have to do that because I thought in the first game he just uh, he was back there doing whatever he needed to do. 23 of 32, 277, two touchdowns, never threatened in that game. Uh, we know Dean Lowry now, his season has come to an end. Uh, I got to admit, Devontae Wyatt looked pretty sharp in that game against Miami, but now he actually gets the start. They start preparing for him. They start looking at his tape. Give me your thoughts on Devontae Wyatt uh, as that first-round draft choice now getting his opportunity. Yeah, you know, the big guys, um, especially those that play close to the football, as he does on the defensive line, sometimes they take a little longer. Um, to get up to speed and to make an impact in their rookie season. And I think now we're into December now. We're into late December, and it's nice to see this kid start getting some reps and get in there. That's the only way he's going to get better is for him to get in there and, get, and experience it. Um, you know, you can talk about practice all you want, but at this time of year, practice is mostly walk-through. It's mostly mental. There's not a lot of physical aspect to it. So for this kid to develop now, he's got to get his opportunities. Uh, excellent quickness um, uh, on the defensive line. That's what the scouts raved about when he was drafted. And we've seen a little bit of that on occasion here, that quickness, that quick twitch athlete that he is. I think he's going to make a difference up front and he gets his opportunity and Minnesota will be uh, preparing for him. No doubt about that, but this is what you want to see from your first round draft choice. Talking with Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, at Wayne Larry over on Twitter. Wayne, the argument is that uh, the Miami Dolphins and Tua basically gave the game to the Green Bay Packers. I thought the Packers did things differently. They covered a little bit better. They stuffed the run in the second half of that ball game. As much as we want to talk about Tua coming into a concussion protocol, uh, how much credit do you give to the defense for just playing better versus Tua having this concussion and suddenly playing in a fog and just throwing the game away? Yeah, well, number one, it didn't appear to me watching his press conference after the game that he was in any kind of fog and he didn't think so either. So, um, you know, Hey, I'm sure that when he was in that game, he was fine. A hundred percent fully engaged, made a couple of bad throws and the Packers made a couple of good plays on uh, those throws. 
but I thought the turnover um, that uh, Jaron Reed forced, the fumble uh, that he forced on the pass rush uh, late in the first half kind of started to turn the tide of that ball game, Bill. Gave the Packers an opportunity to get a field goal at the end of the first half. Then they come out with that seven-minute drive to start the second half and uh, get back into the game and tie the game with that touchdown drive. I think from there on, things really changed. And it was great to see because, you know, the formula the Packers used in the second half was exactly the formula um, that the 49ers, that the Chargers, and that the Buffalo Bills used in beating Miami. And that was ball control. You, you run more plays. You keep your offense on the field. You grind it out against them. Why? Because you're not going to stop that passing attack. You're not going to stop those receivers, okay? Let's be honest. Nobody's going to stop them. But the way you beat them is to take them off the field, and that's what the Packers did. Time of possession, 1807 of the second half. They ran 33 plays to 21 for Miami in the second half of that game. Now, the turnovers were a big reason why they were able to do that. But time of possession, that's the way you defend Miami. You keep uh, those receivers off the field. I know. Before I let you go, you said you'd probably take the over in this game. But what? A, give me a couple of keys, a couple of things that the Packers have to do, have to do well, and have to do against uh, Minnesota to keep them, uh, keep them victorious this coming weekend. Well, you've got to pressure Cousins, I think, number one, and, and make him uncomfortable. And that was the thing in the first game I didn't think they were able to do. Uh, eight quarterback hits, it, it, but it never looked like Cousins was uncomfortable in that game. They've got to do that now. Uh, number two, Justin Jefferson. Um, whatever you do, I think you put a safety over the top of him. The problem is K.J. Osborne's out there, and he's underutilized in this offense. And then the, Dolph- uh, the uh, Dolphins, the, Miami, uh, the Minnesota Vikings have put that deal with Detroit. Uh, they fleeced them for T.J. Hawkinson, and this gives Minnesota an all-pro presence at tight end that they haven't had since the heyday of Kyle uh, Rudolph, and that's made a big difference for their offense. And the last thing you've got to do defensively, you've got to take, you got to make uh, Dalvin Cook work for his yardage. He's not having as explosive a year as he's had in the past, but we've seen what he can do at Lambeau Field against the Packers. Offensively, you, you can't be turning the ball over, and in the red zone, score touchdowns, not field goals. Um, this could be a, shot, a shootout. And you darn well better be scoring touchdowns when you're in the red zone and in goal-to-go situations. Yeah, no doubt. I, this team has not been great in the red zone here as of late. Uh, good stuff as always, Wayne. I'll see you up at Lambeau on Sunday. Okay, appreciate it, and have a great new year. Look forward to it, Bill. You too. Talk to you soon. There you go. The voice of the uh, Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larrabee, joining us for a couple of minutes. And uh, he's right. I mean, obviously pressure for Cousins. Cousins is prone to mistakes. Two, Justin Jefferson, you got to know where he's at at all times. Three, you, you got to run a better offense. You got to be able to score in the red zone. When you get down there, these, these drives that you get the ball handed to you at uh, the 40, the 50, inside their territory, and all you can do is pick up one first down and everything begins to stall, you can't do it. You've got to score touchdowns. Uh, the Packers have come a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further each and every week. Now it's time to start putting the ball into the end zone. If they can do that and do that with consistency, then this team becomes a whole different force going into the postseason. Good stuff from our friend, friend Wayne Larrabee. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Treating guys, ED, all over the state, well beyond the borders as well. 
And if you got it, you know it. If you're a partner of somebody who has it, you know it. Call them, 414-455-4451. If, by chance, you're sitting there right now going, geez, I couldn't even get out of bed today to go to the gym. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to walk. I don't want to go up and down the stairs. I don't even want to go to the bathroom because it would involve me standing up. Could be just tired, low T, whatever. Don't just say it's the holidays. If you're over the age of 30, go get your numbers checked. Takes you maybe about 10 minutes. Or if you're sitting there going, you know what? I just ate a whole pie. And if you saw my piece of pumpkin pie on the, uh, the the Facebook side of things where you couldn't really see the pie, it was just more whipped cream than anything, and you had a couple pieces like that this uh, this this holiday season, and you're thinking, whew, come Monday, whew, I'm not even going to be able to see my belt, call them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Anywhere within the sound of my voice, call that phone number, 414 455 4451 and they can help but they can't help you if you don't call more of the bill michael show now ready this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Continue on. Hey, my buddy, uh, if you're looking to get a new home, get fast pre-approval, uh, maybe you got the, the holiday bills coming, you're thinking, you know, I just want to consolidate everything going into the new year. My buddy Scott Ellis, Homeside Financial. You can call him, 414-791-7771. He is actually based here in Wisconsin, and uh, he knows the Wisconsin stuff. So I, this is the guy I used. So I'm telling you, he does a great job, and if you want ec- access to the equity in your home, Get cash to pay off the the debts and such. Maybe kind of you know restructure everything going into the new year. He can do it. How about a new home? He said, "Look, don't let the interest rates bother you. Right now is the time to buy because obviously the housing market a little bit soft right now. So go ahead, grab the house that you're looking for, and then in a year or so, go ahead and uh, you know refinance again. It's that simple. But don't let uh, don't let the, this scare you right now. Give him a call four one four. 7-7-7-1. Give him a call. That's our buddy Scott Ellis or just Scott Ellis team.com. Scott Ellis, E L L I S, Scott Ellis team.com. Give him a shout. But again, 414 791 7771. Give him a call. Uh, good stuff. But don't let uh, this time of year scare you, man. Not by any stretch, especially if you got your eye on the house of your dreams. Uh, this is from uh, this is from our friend Bill. Bill says, uh, "Hey, unit, uh, there's no way I want to see the Green Bay Packers tank. It does make some sense to be able to see Jordan Love at some point because you'd like to see if Jordan Love has the ability to actually win some ball games. We know he can throw the football, but can he actually lead a team? That's what I'm anxious to see, and I'm sure that's what other uh, general managers are anxious to see as well. That's what we were talking about. We were talking about that. That's it. There's no other reason to force Jordan Love." into the mix other than that you just want to see if what you got beyond that you're good to go by the way coming up tomorrow we have uh, the voice of the minnesota vikings going to join us paul allen's going to be here and uh, stacy dales from the nfl network going to join us tomorrow as well tomorrow not on friday but tomorrow she's going to do some stuff uh interview wise on friday so she wanted to know if she can bump it up so we're going to have her tomorrow so good stuff tomorrow good program tomorrow anxious for that already 
Hey, don't forget, coming up tonight, speaking of good programs you're anxious for, uh, the Bill Michaels Huddle coming up tonight. We're going to be at Club Paragon, Highway 100 at Greenfield, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Going to be there tonight, 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 6 to 8 tonight. We're going to be live from uh, Club Paragon, Highway 100 in Greenfield. Come on out and uh, still celebrate some of the holiday stuff with us. Or just come on out on a Wednesday night and hang out for a little while. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, no, 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 no. Not getting drug into this. Ben, did you see the uh, the whole Mount Rushmore of Sports Talk Radio in Wisconsin thing? Yeah, I was tagged in a tweet. Yes, you were. Uh, and I know people have responded, and they're, I'm not get. I don't do Mount Rushmore's. I, I'm sorry. I just don't. <laughs> I, I thought just it was, don't. I, I thought it was a genuine compliment. It is a compliment. I appreciate it. I really, really genuinely do. But people are now asking me, did you see it? What did you think? Who else would you put there? Wait, I don't do that. I, there, there's a lot of great. It depends on what you like. It's It's preferences. It's. You know, it's it's long-term success versus short-term success, all of that stuff. It just, it, I just don't do that. I'm sorry. There's There's been a lot of great broadcasters, uh, sports or otherwise, in the state of Wisconsin. I just don't do it. I just, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, even something that I'm, you know, you got my name attached to. I just, I won't, won't go there. Uh, it's just so subjective. Ah. <sighs> I don't mean to burst the bubble, and I appreciate the 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 thought, but we just we come in, we do what we do, we work hard every day, we try to put together some some thoughts, we try to make it real, we try to be as honest with you as we possibly can be, and we go from there, and that's it. That's How about Bill a a Mount Rushmore of New Year's resolutions? I can run through probably ten of them. Well, the whole and exercise them, is you have to pick four to Mount Rushmore. Yeah, well, that that's where it becomes crap. <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody wants to get into shape. Everybody wants to treat everybody better. Everybody wants a new job. They want to better their life. They want more money. They want to put more away for savings. They want, you know, everybody talks about that, you know, all that kind of stuff. How many people actually do it? You know, I've, I, I've, I've done it. You know, when the whole COVID thing hit, I went into the whole, you know, emerge, you know, COVID emerge cycle where I wanted to come out and be healthier. And and I was for a long, long time. And then I got kind of sick this past summer. And now I'm back at it. I'm back working out. And I actually feel a lot better. But I'm telling you what, there is something to be said. And people that I've talked to say this, there, there is something to be said for whatever, whatever COVID did or whatever the vaccination did. Um, I don't know. Now, Ben, I, I don't want to get into whether you are or you aren't vaccinated. I know that a lot of people were sick out in Madison. Um, do you have trouble breathing? No. I do. I get winded really easy. And that's been part of my problem. It's like, you know, one day I'm running around the house. I'm doing all kinds of work. I'm hauling equipment in and out of, you know, bars and restaurants, no problem. And then the next day I can't breathe. And I've been tested for allergies, the whole thing. I use an inhaler. It doesn't really do a whole lot. That's been the only thing, the only downside to all of this. And I, I think from what I've heard from friends is, yeah, they, we all have the same issue. We were all as healthy as healthy gets. We got sick. And the next thing you know, you have this breathing issue, this lung issue. For whatever reason, I have a wheeze in me at night when I go to sleep. It actually wakes me up in the middle of the night. I kind of have a wheeze. 
So, you know, every day you're taking Claritin, every day you're trying to dry yourself up, every day you're trying to feel a little bit better. That's the only thing that came out of all of this. So battling that while trying to build your cardio and build your stamina and all that kind of stuff when you're working out, it's been different. It's unlike anything I've ever been accustomed to. Because me, I could always just say, hey, if I need to lose 10 pounds, no problem. Hit the gym, start working out. I know how to do it. I've done it my whole life from the days going all the way back to coming into high school, all the way through college and all the way through the rest of my life. I always knew how to lose weight. I always knew it was cardio, calorie intake. You burn more than you're actually you know, taking in. You watch what you eat. You eat healthier. And the next thing you know, you're 25 pounds down. You feel good. You just kind of go, okay, I'll coast. Can't do it. Man, it's just, it's been torturous. So, yeah, we all look at the, the New Year's resolutions. We all say we want to be healthier. We want to be better. We want to be, you know, I think this year might change a little bit. But, you know, we all want more money. We want to be smarter with our money. We want to pay off our bills. We want to, you know, be better to our kids. We want to be better to our friends. We want to, this year I'm going to go do this. You know, like this year, every year I say I'm going to try to get to Door County. And every year I try to put it in the schedule and every year I can't. I, this is the year I, I say I want to go to Door County. Kristen wants to uh, go back home in the summertime, go over to uh, the East Coast and go to the ocean and get a house in Narragansett and, and all that. So we want to do that. And, you know, there's all these things you want to do. Yeah, that's your New Year's resolution. But New Year's resolutions are like toilet paper. They're useful, but you can wipe your butt with them. Other than that, doesn't doesn't really do too much. Yeah, but, I mean, I'd say some toilet paper is better than other. Right, I would the, say like get the super soft and, and yeah. yep, the plush, the quilted, oh. the the strong. That's good stuff. I've always wondered why you need strong. That that's what I don't understand. Why you need strong? You must have an ass like sandpaper <laughs> if you need the strong. I don't understand it. This this is strong, strong toilet paper, and then they always put like a weight, and then they put a little water on it, and it doesn't break. I'm like, dude, if you've if you still got to worry about a Mookie stink flying out and busting through the toilet paper, you're not done yet. You shouldn't be doing the wipe thing at that point anyway. You need to understand what your body's telling you. That's what you should be concentrating on, not how strong your toilet paper is. Otherwise, you might just you use a piece of loose leaf. You're good to go. That's pretty strong. That ain't going to break. You know what I'm saying? So I, we, we worry about all that kind of stuff. Oh, you watch too many infomercials. If you're being bombarded with toilet paper. I do. I, I, you know, for a while, that that little bear up there that was counting all the rolls and using all the toilet paper and everything, and the bear's coming out and wiping his shiny hiney and all that kind of stuff, that freaked me out. That'll that'll scare you in the middle of the night. You wake up, you're watching nothing but Andy Griffith. You go to sleep, next thing you know, there's bears wiping their ass on the screen. Nobody needs that. Just saying. Um, (laughs) Not to drive us too far off, because, you know, we'll get back on track. Right, right. I think my big New Year's thing is I'm going to put all my money into crypto. I'm going to become a crypto bro. Uh, So you're wanting to throw, speaking of toilet paper, throw it all away is what you're saying. Uh, Yeah, uh, there's a chance of that, but I I don't know. Like, it seems like everyone's down on it. I was going to say, hasn't crypto crypto just taken a dive? I mean, between the two biggest losses in the uh, 2022 year is crypto and Southwest Airlines. I can name a couple more, but they're up there. Uh, the the fraudulent Nebraska football sellout streak, which is a complete <laughs> joke. <laughs> yes, there are some scams out there, Bill. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, Southwest, no, I know, definitely is I know one. there's some scams. We can we can find that. Uh, but yeah, I I get it. <laughs> Chess, the fishing industry, yes, crypto. They've all been affected. <laughs> um, all these monks that were taking meth. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. What? I didn't hear about the monks monks take, taking meth. Oh, you missed that story? There was there was a I full did. there was a full collection of monks and they tested them all for meth 
and every single one of them was on it. Really? So they had to. I, now, see, I completely missed that. Oh, they had to disband it all. Oh, it's a crazy story. Was this like when I was off? I don't know. No, it was kind of recently. I might have seen it. I like I saw it and then thought better of just. How did I not see this? I thought it derailed the show. Oh, it should. <laughs> it should derail a show when you got monks here. It is monastery taking meth. Yes, it should derail a show. Here it is. Uh, Buddhist monks in Thailand failed drug tests to leaving temple empty from December 1st. Wow. In Thailand. There you go. And they got some of those out of the way, nobody approach it, old school kind of temples. Like you can't just come walking in there, and do a little bit of praying. You, you got to be one of them before you can walk through the door. It's like secret just to get there. Monks taking meth. Man, now that's we got it all. My That's only, right up there with the uh, weighted fish and a fishing scandal and trading sex for better Irish dancers. Yeah. So wow. I I don't know. My only big take on this, and I've not done meth, so I don't know what it does, but I, I, I don't know if meth and praying and the whole system of being a monk, I don't know if that's what plays into it. I, I would think you would do something that's a little more of a downer. That's neither here nor there, though. I My guess is somebody put something in the Wheaties, and all the monks took it to feel euphoric. I, I can't imagine every monk. I can't imagine. You're taking your vow of silence, you know? You're in the monastery. You're going through your seven years of silence, and you're looking around, and you do the, you know, the fingers, you know, and you're like, goop, 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 you know, and they're like, no, I don't want to drink, you know, and the guy shakes you off, and he puts his little pinky out and puts it by his nose. They'll blow? No, no, I don't want to do that. I don't know what the sign language is for meth, but I can't imagine all the monks went, yeah, let's do that. Crank it up. I'll lift my robes for that one. How are we looking? I can't imagine they all did that. Somebody had to throw it into the brownies or something where everybody tested positive for meth. There's got to be one sensible monk out there. Do monks eat brownies? I don't know. Maybe they gave it up for Lent, and they all went crazy right after Lent last year. Maybe that's what happened. You know, they're all, like, looking around at each other. Next thing you know, they're like, okay, they're three, two, one. And then they all just dug in. And before they realized, they were like, we're all high over here. You know, we have no idea where we're at, what we're doing. Why am I wearing this this gray stuff? I have no, why am I using a rope for a belt? I have no idea. <laughs> Next thing you know, it just went on from there. Hmm. Don't know. It leaves you wondering. I feel good about the situation. We are woefully late for a break, and we knocked the show right off the rails. But uh, what an incredible story. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisconsin, and uh, they've got the 2023 season passes on sale right now. Go to greatlakesdragaway.com. That is greatlakesdragaway.com. 
Dot-com. And if you got the need for speed, whether it's in your car, your motorcycle, maybe you got a dragster, maybe you and your buddies want to soup up a few cars, take them down uh, to Great Lakes, maybe uh, you got the girls in your life that have the need for speed, that have the thrill-seeking as well, take them all down there. Get the 2023 season pass. Go to GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. GreatLakesDragaway.com. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, there's no way. 49-year-old. 49-year-old free agent Terrell Owens has been in contact with the Cowboys about possibly coming back. Jerry Jones saying we've been in constant communication. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Why would you do that? That's Jerry Jones, though. Jerry will throw anything out there. Whatever sticks, it'll stick, right? That's Jerry Jones. There you have it. I, Me personally, I'd love to see it. I would love to see it, but uh, just because I would love to see the beginning of the end of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. So who would Couldn't be the best washed-up old Packer we could bring back to this team to put him over the top? To put him over the top, everybody would say Jordy Nelson. Greg Jennings for the content? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Greg Jennings for the content, Jordy Nelson would be the uh, the one everybody would, would look to. Jordy Nelson. John Kuhn? Nah, Kuhn, I think, is ready to go up into the broadcast booth. I think right now he's just waiting for Larry McCarron to say this is it. And this might be uh, Larry's last year. Who knows? But, uh, but I think John Kuhn's kind of waiting for that gig. And he knows that uh, the use of the fullback is pretty much uh, a foregone conclusion that it's not going to happen. That fullbacks just aren't brought back. So I think it would be Jordy Nelson. If everybody could say, hey, let's recreate something, I think it would be the magic of Jordy Nelson. Don't you think? The most prolific passing days that the Packers have had in recent history. The back shoulder throw. Remember the, the visit to the Hudson Center, and there's Jordy, there's Randy Moss. They're both standing there. Show me how it's done, man. And Jordy's showing them how the back shoulder throw is just undefensible. Can't do it. Yeah, I could see that. Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, there's probably that that group out there that want to see Taysom Hill come back. Uh, although I will say for the fans to again stand up and all you know do the cool thing, that wouldn't be a bad way to go. Certainly would put the fans, uh, you know, as far as their excitement into things that would be that'd be a, a nice nice you know fix but yeah i think everybody would agree it would probably be jordy nelson the most recent out so to speak other than that i can't think of anybody can't think of anybody um you know maybe uh charles woodson does charles woodson still have anything left in the tank that he can come back and teach these this young secondary maybe in that sense but Probably just as much as T.O. has left. Yeah, exactly. I That's going to be awesome. Right. I hope they do it. T.O. would never believe that 
he's he's done. He just never will. Just never will. I, if you ever seen him at Super Bowl, the way he walks around Radio Row, he just he is the same boatload of arrogance T.O. has always been. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody else that I could think of off the top of my head that would be as wanted as is, you know. As, as loved if they said I was trying to come back. And the Packers said, hey, we're going to talk to this guy. And see, you know, we need some help. And, and let's be honest. I mean, the area the team probably needs the most help in is a veteran, another veteran wide receiver. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I want to go back to the question we had at the beginning of the uh, show which was basically stating that oh by the way there are some out there that say they don't want to see the they don't want to see the Green Bay Packers be successful over the next couple of weeks because they don't want them in the postseason they want to see what you, they want to, they want to see the Packers lose this game against the Vikings so the last game of the season is all Jordan Love all the time you got to see what Jordan Love has in the tank think about it if the Packers were going to lose you kind of wanted them to lose to the Chicago Bears right so at least then you could see a couple of games Somewhere along the way, maybe these last two in the cold weather at Lambeau or, you know, the game in Miami, something where you could see, you know, Jordan Love. If the Packers win this one, you're not, you're not, there's no reason then at that point in time, the Packers win this Sunday. There is no reason to hope they don't make it to the postseason because once you win Sunday, you're past the point of no return because regardless, you're going to start Aaron Rodgers. So putting Jordan Love in there is out of the question. Right, unless Rodgers goes down with an injury, and you're you're all in at that point. This is the linchpin game. This is the one you're turning your head to and going, okay, if we're gonna win, win this one. Okay, now I'm all in. I'm in the boat, man. We're all we're, we're gonna use a a, a fleck fleckism. We're all gonna row the same direction. We're all gonna row the boat because we're as fans. You you now you now you're in. Right now you're in. There is no going back to. You know, hey, we want to see Jordan Love. Because if you lose this one, you can start Jordan Love. If you don't lose this one, then you're not starting Jordan Love. You're not going to see him. Jordan Love's season, in in essence, barring injury, is over. The thought of him playing is over. So there you go. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, reminding you they still have the bike of the week. They're picking out bikes all the time. Things they have sitting on the showroom floor. They still have terrific, terrific selection of motor clothes. Even a huge clearance room, whether it's parts and accessories, motor clothes, you name it, a big clearance room. They have out there on site, and uh, still you can start going in. Even if your bike's being stored out there, maybe you can go in and just kind of pet it and just say, oh, I just can't wait for the day to ride again. Can't wait for the warm weather. Just head on out to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, Highway 67, just south of 94. Stop in. Tell them we said hi. That's WISHD.com. That is WIS, W-I-S-H-D.com. Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers will work out today, getting ready to host the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday, but the Packers lost one of their defensive linemen. Dean Lowry suffered a calf muscle injury Sunday against the Dolphins and had to be placed on injury reserve yesterday. That will mean more snaps for rookie first-rounder Devontae Wyatt and a bigger role for Jerron Reed, who came up with a big forced fumble against Miami. Matt Lafleur. Yeah, Jay Reed had a heck of a game. I thought... Uh... That might have been his best performance. I know he had the one mistake on one of the runs that gashed us where he was, he was trying to make a play and thought it was going to be a keeper. But after that, I thought he did an outstanding job. The Vikings improved to 12-3 and with a 27-24 win over the Giants. It came down to a game-winning 61-yard field goal by Minnesota's Greg Joseph, quarterback Kirk Cousins. And when you look at how close that game was and you see the plays made by our defense, the turnovers they created, the blocked punt by our special teams unit, the 60 60 plus yard field goal you know you see how it really takes all three phases making plays and aaron Rodgers was on the mcafee show making a case for the packers tight end mercedes lewis to be back with the team next year even though lewis will be 39 years old he's an incredible blocker i think he's gotten even better as pass blocking things we put him on the back side of some of our action our weak action plays where he's one-on-one on an outside backer, a defensive end, and usually a stud rusher, and he's done an outstanding job for us. We have some some plays for him here and there, but you know his role is really run blocking a lot of times and, and also pass blocking. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. If 2023 is going to be year, be a year in which maybe you uh, you know change jobs, change careers, uh, maybe you maybe you get a job. You know you've been out of work for a while. Who knows? Maybe 2023 might be the year that you start uh, doing it all over again. Check out our friends over at Pindell, a quality machining and manufacturing company looking for great people. And whether you're looking to be hired, looking to you know upgrade your knowledge, uh, your robotic skills, be trained. Great benefits. Just kind of set your life on the right path. That is our friends at Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That is Pindell.com. And if you are a company looking for machining parts and such and somebody to work with in the state of Wisconsin or within the sound of my voice, get a hold of our friends at Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. Old school spindle manufacturing or they have new robotics, too. They have many different things that they can do and pump out. And they were really a, a productive company during the pandemic, and they've only grown since then. Uh, uh, Pindell Global Machining, uh, Precision machine, Machining all over the country, all over the world for that matter. Get a hold of our friends at Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That's Pindell.com. A um, couple of different things. This is, uh, well, let's see here. This is uh, from Adam, and Adam says, I am not a fan of starting Jordan Love over the team. The team needs to continue to win. The team needs to continue to progress. This is not the Jordan Loves. This is the Green Bay Packers. I understand that. That's a good point. I I mean, there is something to be said. Um, There is something to be said for wanting to see what Brian Gutekunst, as a general manager's perspective, talked about in the sense that he wants to see if Jordan Love can win 
They know what he can do behind closed doors, but can he go out and lead a team and win? And then how valuable does that become? Does it become valuable to them? Does it become valuable to another team who begins to covet his services? And do they, you know, kind of flip that into a a trade option? Oh, you know, most likely this is what's going to happen. They're going to just say, we'll pick up that fifth year. They're going to bring him back. Roger's going to come back. They're going to see what they can do with Bakhtiari. If they can keep the band together, they're going to try to do so. Maybe add another piece in the offseason, another weapon. Uh, continue to work on that defense. Got to find yourself another very productive tight end. Uh, there's a lot of things that they can look at. Maybe uh, you got to look at the, the possibility of the money that's going to be made by Aaron Jones. What can you do there? How many pieces are you going to kind of shuffle around to try to keep this team together and then accentuate it and add to it? Then you got guys like Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker going into their second year. And Igbari is a guy who has, has excelled, uh, has played well. So they got all these things to think about going into the offseason. But right now, you just you want to get past the Vikings. You just want to get past the Vikings. Stay tuned. We got another hour yet to go. Hang in there. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show, and it's coming up right after this.